to Lifting Your Heart Podcast. Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica. And we're so glad that you took time out of your schedule to listen to us because um, we just want to share the gospel. That's what we're all about. Yes. You know, going into the world of the World Wide Web, which is I call the Wild Wild West. (laughs) And we're just going to like, you know, try to breathe, bring the light. Yes. So that's what we're all about. But anyway, so... Guess what our topic about is today, Jessica? Um, I don't know. What is it? Grace? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have our notes right in front of me. <laughs> you sound like Pinky in the Brain. I know. <laughs> what are we doing what, today? What are we doing today? Brain. Oh, domination. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know that reference, look them up on yes. the internet. Pinky in the Brain. It's hysterical. It's but anyway, so um, I we're talking about God's grace today, mm-hmm. and it's because I um, came across this book. Um, as you may, you know, Jessica knows, I'm going to school to become a certified biblical counselor, and one of the books we're required to read is a book called "At the Altar of Sexual Idolatry," and um, it's written by a guy named Steve Gallagher. And this book is just so awesome. Yeah. I think every pastor should have to read this book. So that they know how to deal with their parishioners Mm -hmm. because it is so prevalent today. And the book is written for men. Oh. It's about, you know, pornography and sexual Mm -hmm. adultery and all that stuff. So it's actually written for men by a man. And, um, and, but it it is such an excellent book. But that being said, the last chapters in the book, he starts talking about grace. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, we, not to be pointy fingers, but, you know, we're supposed to check ourselves first. I think so many Christians have such a misconception of what they think grace is. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's like they always run around with that. What's the script? What's the definition people like to use that grace is um, not being punished for something you did or something? I don't know. Anyway, oh, um, you know, there's kind of like a common little silly definition, but. It's like, um, no, let's talk about what grace is because when you know what grace is, it humbles you Mm -hmm. and it makes you realize to fear the Lord Mm -hmm. because, you know, and to think twice before you dabble in something that you shouldn't be dabbling in. Right. It gives you respect for God too. I think that's what true grace does. Man. Yeah. I don't, I feel like we think grace is like, I'm, I'm letting you off. Like I'm going to give you grace. I'm just going to let you off. Yes. Or like. I think we forget oftentimes as well, like how we don't deserve grace, but because of Jesus, we we have that grace. That's right. He did away with the judicial sin system mm-hmm. that the children of Israel had to, to deal with, that the yeah. Jewish believers had to, to deal with. He did away with that. And so um, he, he put all that sin upon himself, mm-hmm. paid the price. That's what grace is about. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. So, um, so we need to understand because if we're not, and we're still living under the Jewish law, I mean, right. I think we talked about, um, Ananias and Sapphira. Remember those are the two, the husband and wife in the new Testament who lied and said they gave it all their offering mm-hmm. and they hadn't. Mm. And then they were struck dead right there. Imagine if you were in church Sunday morning, <laughs> come on. And, and yes, I just snorted and, <laughs> and, Somebody said, yeah, I gave, you know, my, my, my first free offering or my tithe offering and they really hadn't. Mm -hmm. And you, and you're saying, okay. And then they just died on the floor, dropped dead on the floor. I mean, we'd all be like running around 
screaming mm-hmm. crazy, wouldn't we? It would yeah. freak us all out. But that's what grace is. Grace is knowing, is God knowing that you sinned mm-hmm. and giving you time to repent. Right. Okay, so that's the win- That's what grace is, is like a window to to repent for mm-hmm. it. And and so um, and so many times we as Christians abuse that. Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. So, so like, oh God, yeah, it's fine. I'll, he'll forgive me. He'll forgive me. I mean, he will. Yeah. But first, you have to. I mean, come on. You have to. When we repent, we're not just saying, "Okay, God, forgive me," and then you go back and do it. Repentance is like true surrender. Like I am gonna do my best not to do this again. Well, and for and before you do even get that state, you have to confess it. Right. It's like, okay, I did it. I did do that sin. That's right. I yeah. did it. I did it. And now, okay, God, now I'm trying to turn away from it. Now, you may slip and fall and do it again. But what does the Bible say? It says, get back up and do it, you know, mm-hmm. and try it again. Try so again. let's look at what God's grace isn't. Okay. Say, so his grace is not patience. Um, You know, for example, he's not going to count to three and like, a, you know, like we do with a child. Like, <laughs> I'm going to count to one. You see that. One. I see that in store. I'm going to count to three, Tommy, and you be good. And then I get to three. That is not what God's grace is. No. So that's like saying, okay, you can run around and um, be crazy for these three seconds. I know. Run around and do all the sin you want. No. Go one. Now stop, little Tommy. Two. Stop, little Tommy. Yeah. Okay, three. Now you have to stop. That is not what grace is. No. That's not what grace is. <laughs> and, and I think so many times, also I think lots of times that as believers, whether we're new believers or old believers, that we don't need to be, you know, sometimes we need to kind of be like smacked around and woke up, you know, it's like, stop doing that. You know, yeah. you know, sh- you know, Hey, shake that stuff off. I uh, you know. I don't know why you've gotten kind of in this slump into thinking this is what grace is, but that is not grace. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then another thing that grace is, grace is not love. Love is love. Wow, love is good. love. Mm-hmm. I love you. God loves you. It is not what grace is yes. because that's you good. know what? Sometimes true love True love is tough love. Right. So grace is not love. Mm-hmm. It's a whole separate thing. In fact, if you think grace is love, then you're really diminishing love. Yeah. Because love, love is, so much is more. love. It's mm-hmm. so much more. And um, and so and if you want to know what love is, just look, read First Corinthians. It'll tell you what love <laughs> is. But um, so God's love does not negate his his grace mm-hmm. or his requiring us to um, confess our sins and repent. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Because sometimes we'll think we'll get away with it because God loves me. Right. Well, God loves me. I'm going to go over there and well, talk gossip about no, sister so and so. Yeah, you're right. God does love you, but that doesn't does, give you, you know, that doesn't give you license to sin and exactly. gossip. It doesn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Exactly. And you better repent for that later, right now. You know, <laughs> say, Jesus, forgive me. I confess. I was go over there gossiping. You know, sometimes I have to do that because it's just like, you know, yeah. you find yourself, you slipped yourself. You actually slipped into it and you didn't mean to. Mm-hmm. And then you get back, you're getting your car on like, the way home or something. You're like, oh my God, I was just over there gossiping. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Holy Spirit, for that little nudge. Yeah, but. Jesus, forgive me. And you know, I'll tell you, and just a side note of this is that I cannot tell you how many years that I had to have the Holy Spirit in my head saying, Brenda, that's none of your business. Mm-hmm. Brenda, that's none of your business. It was like, I wish I had a dime for every time the Holy Spirit <laughs> said to me, Brenda, that's none of your business. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I would be a wealthy woman. <laughs> so, I'm sure most of us would be, too. Like, every time the Holy Spirit said, uh-uh-uh. That's none of your business. You know, no. And I believe that's one of the seven things that God hates. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all right, well, thank you for that. Okay, so that, <laughs> grace is not love. Right. And then grace is not um, and I'm going to have a hard time saying this part, <laughs> but I'm going to try it. 
Grace is not a synonym, synonym for licentiousness. Licentiousness. Yes. And what that means is that it isn't okay to water down what the Bible says or compromise it. Mm. True meaning. In other words, um, and you see this sometimes when you troll through the internet listening, listening to speakers who um, want to take the word of God and water it down so that it's not so harsh for that poor little non-believer. You know, they think by watering down the word, it will attract a non-believer. No, they need the true word of God. And grace is not me giving grace as a human being to another person by watering down the word. That is not grace. That is that is a sin mm-hmm. unto itself. Well, can we also just tack on there the eisegesis method of scripture? That means, I, so there's exegesis, which is the true biblical context of what the word is meaning. Eisegesis is mean, I took my, I'm going to read one sentence and I'm going to say, oh, this is what it means when it, that's not what it means. Right. Like, that's the same as watering it down. Because you're not, it's not the same. Like, like okay, my pet peeve verse, you know, where two or three are gathered. Okay, oh, well, two, well we're in a, um, we're here at church where two or three are gathered there, Jesus will be. Well, yeah, because Jesus is in each of us, but that's not what that verse means. That's talking about like church discipline and um, when you have conflict in the church. Okay, like two separate meetings here. Right. So, so it, it but that is unfortunately we have people from the pulpit mm-hmm. that think God is grace and yeah. the way he 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 um, shows his grace is by being lenient to what the word, true word means. And that is not grace. In fact, specifically, Jesus talked about narrow is the gate yep. that you go through. Wide is the gate to destruction. Yes. And that, so what they do when they trying to, they think they're showing grace to people by watering down the word, not making it so harsh mm-hmm. with, you know, like day and night, you know, it's like, this is not, this is wrong. Stop it. And so instead of saying that, they make it like, well, God will forgive you if you do it. It's okay. Just repent that they think that's grace. That is not God's grace at all. In fact, it's almost like heretical, but (laughs) heresy, it's almost heresy to do that. I mean, it just makes me crazy because (laughs) I'm like, narrow is the gate. We have to say Mm -hmm. what it says. It is not grace watering it down. Well, and I, I think today, in today's society, with, like, the acceptance of um, the LGBTQ plus mm, movement, yeah. and there's a lot of pastors out there saying, it's okay to, if you are, like, gay, or it's okay if you want to be a woman and you're a man. But that's not what the word says. And that and that's what we're getting at here. When we water it down, when we change it to fit our own narrative, that isn't grace. That, that's not, that's a sin. And hey, it's okay for you to come into the building and sit with us. Yeah. And man, let's have some church. But there is specifically words in the Bible that says that is not, that's sin. Yeah. Now, it's sin like if I run around spreading gossip about people. Listen, I know, I know women, I know some people that do that, that I literally have to like go the opposite direction when I see them coming. They're no better because sin is sin. Yeah. Are they welcome into the church? Yeah, because the door's open. Right. Come in and get the word of God mm-hmm. and change your life. 
So grace is not watering down the word. We can't, you know, compromising the true meaning so fellow brothers and sisters won't be offended Mm -hmm. by what the Bible says is not grace. And unfortunately, we live in a society now who thinks that's okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, there's going to be a day of a, there's going to be a day when you're going to have to face that. And Mm -hmm. that. That almost scare the bejeebers out of you. Probably should like start praying because <laughs> something's wrong. Yes. Oh my gosh. Anyways, oh my goodness. So. Well, let's talk about what grace what is. What grace is. What is okay. it actually? Grace saves us from sin. Amen. Okay. So Jesus came to deliver us from sin. In Matthew one twenty one, it says, Jesus came to deliver us from sin. Mm-hmm. He is grace. Yeah. It was him that brought us out and said, I will take it for you. That is grace. He took it. He took our sin for us. So first and foremost, it, it always begins with Jesus, doesn't it? Yeah, always. I know. So if you can't handle it, just sorry, Jesus, that's it. It always <laughs> starts with him. So grace is Jesus. He took our sin for us. Yes. Now, the second thing grace is, is it provides, and this is where the Friendly seekers, churches. Mm-hmm. This is the stumbling block, I think, for them. This is how they get into that watering down the word. Is that grace provides an atmosphere of acceptance. Okay? That means that I better be able to walk in a room and have a lovely conversation with someone who is robbing from a bank <laughs> because I have provided an atmosphere of right. acceptance. right. I better be able to have a conversation with someone who is in the lifestyle of homosexuality in a pleasant, lovely way, because that is an atmosphere of acceptance. Mm -hmm. That is grace. I better be able to have a pleasant conversation (laughs) with little Miss Gossip, Mm -hmm. who likes to talk trash about everybody behind their back in an atmosphere of acceptance, meaning I will show you love. Mm -hmm. I will show you respect. I will... I will include you. However, I will not water down the word. Right. Okay. So that's what grace provides, an atmosphere of acceptance. Unfortunately, I think that's where we slip down that mountain into water down the word. So it's a safe heaven. Grace is a safe haven for a sinner. Yes. Okay. A repentive sinner. That means also that it's like if I sin, then I know I can repent for it. I can confess it and repent it. That's what grace is, is that it gives me the opportunity to say, I messed up, Lord. I did this and it was wrong. Forgive me. And then I have, and I'm not going to do it again. That's repentance. I'm going to like really work my hardest to never, ever do it again. Okay. Yeah. Uh, show me the way of escape when it does come up again. So that's what, that's the second thing of what grace is. And then the third thing that grace is, is grace gives us the power to break free from sin. Amen. Yes. And that you can find that in Romans five twenty when it says, when sin abounds, what, what does overabound it? Mm. Grace. Grace. Grace is what gives us the opportunity to say, you know what? And I'm just going to break it down as something silly and easy, but it's like, you know, I, I do not need to be eating a dozen donuts. Okay. Right. That yeah. would be like sin for me to drive <laughs> down to, there's this place in Oklahoma city called Hertz donuts and I'm not giving them a free commercial, but I'm just telling you, 
It's like Disneyland for donuts, okay? True. So, yes. <laughs> um, if I drove to Hertz Donuts and buy bought a dozen donuts, which would be a lot of money, can lot. I just tell you? That's a lot of cash. They're gourmet. Too. Yeah. Uh, gourmet donuts. Yeah. That would be like, I would have to repent for that because it would be sin. It would be like a sin. I mean, you know, because I'm damaging my body and that's God's temple. Right. Okay. So, um, grace makes it so that I know I just don't go over that part of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a grace sense. And it, that's my grace is that I know you don't should be going over there. And I know I don't need to go over there. Mm-hmm. So that's my bra- That's my power to break free from sin. Yes. So that's a little silly example. But that's what grace is. Grace shows you where to not go. Yeah. And, and, when I do, and when I do fall, it's like it gives me strength to see what I've done, repent for it, and confess. So it is, it super abounds it so that I don't, I can be ahead of the game. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I hope I'm explaining it right. Yeah, I know. And if you want to do some, your own research on grace, um, look out, look up the Strong's G5485. That's grace, the grace that we're talking about. Um, it's the, the manner or act like literally or figurative, figuratively, spiritually, especially the, the divine, divine influence upon the heart. So it's a reflection in the life. So, when we are saved, we have there's a reflection, right? It, we're not the old, we're not the old man, right? We're, we're a new man, so that's what. So, so but it's great, also like fate. It's a gift. It's favor. We have favor on our life. It's a benefit to us, the, right. God's grace. Right. So, so, so grace saves is Jesus. Mm-hmm. First of all, He's the one that saved us from ourselves and and decided to be the atonement for all our sin. He yeah. delivered us. That's first grace. Second is grace provides an atmosphere of acceptance meaning that yes. god loves us even though we've sinned we will always have that love we will always have that acceptance and that is the atmosphere in fact you if you're a true believer you should have a atmosphere about you mm-hmm. of acceptance yeah not you know not tolerance not tolerance yeah. but acceptance yes there's a difference yes and then the third thing is that grace superabounds sin yep Meaning that it will show you a way of escape. It will show you the steps to repent if you've done. It will provide a way for you to say the strength to say, no, I will not go down there. I will not do that. Mm-hmm. I will not be subject to this anymore. It is not, I'm not a slave to this sin right. anymore. That's grace. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And um, if you're like, what is this grace? Who is this Jesus you're talking mm. about? I just want to give you um, an opportunity now to come and know the greatest gift of grace (laughs) upon each of us. And that is Jesus. All you have to do is just say, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I know you came and died and rose on the third day. I submit my life to you, have it all. And then he's there. You, Mm -hmm. as long as your heart is willing, you, you have accepted Jesus, but now comes a little bit of a difficult part. I want you to go tell somebody, tell somebody, tell that friend that's been hounding you to come to church with them or, um, you know, pestering you <laughs> about knowing Jesus or reading the word. Um, but tell somebody and we just welcome you into the family if you prayed Amen. that and meant it. Um, it's a celebration, honestly. We're so excited. Or if maybe you just say, wow, maybe I'm not living the way I should. 
just say, you know, Lord, I give you all. I surrender all. And he seriously will come and give you that grace that abounds in and um, will help you break free from that. But also, we just, as always, remember that you are so loved, so loved. You are beautiful inside and out. You have a purpose and God has a plan for your life. You are needed. And we just pray a blessing over each of you and stay safe and we will see you again soon. And if you have a definition of what you think grace is. Oh, yeah. Put it in the comment section. Yeah, we'd love to hear you know, that. Because we just limited, I limited it to three because we could talk about it all day and we're, you know, <laughs> try to keep these under 30 minutes. So we could talk all day about it. But yeah. if you have one that really um, touches your heart about what grace is, put it in the comments. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. See you guys soon. Be safe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.